There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Happy Monday. Happy week one. Are we ready to rock and roll? I mean, I'm excited for this week. I'm excited with where you are at. So many of you so super excited. Um, about rolling into week one. So last week was prep week. That's where you rolled out the information. You read it over. Hopefully you asked as many questions as you needed to be super clear. You started to kind of pull together the things that you need to do. Some of you I know are just getting into the group um, because we kept our membership open a little longer than normally because we had some extra spots. If that is you, understand absolutely you are starting late. But it's either now or in January. And yes, there's some information you're going to want to get caught up on. Um, you have the app. You have the Facebook support group. You might also want to grab the book, which is still available on Amazon. It's got all the posts in it in written form. You can also print this off from within this Facebook support group if you want. Um, take your time. That's the thing, right? Like take your time. This program can be done on your own timeline. So maybe you're starting a week behind everybody else. That's okay. This is about you and your individual journey. So you're not behind on anything. You can still show up every day, watch the check-in videos, you know, participate in the lives, you know, just make sure that you take the time to read the information. Um, you can always tell when new people are starting because they're asking all sorts of questions with that, uh, about the food plan. Make sure you watch the food plan video, you read the post and the individual breakdowns of all the meals and snacks because we talk about the rhyme and the reason as to what we are suggesting that you do. Also, make sure you check out the overview of the next four weeks to really understand that what you eat and when and what we focus on week to week is going to change and evolve. Um, I want to talk about uh, how you're showing up for yourself today as you guys get those questions all loaded. Some of you are showing up in a funk today. First of all, listen, I want you to be so super successful. I, I want this to be the last diet that you've ever done. I want you to be here at the end. Some of you already, I am nervous for you. <laughs> I am nervous for you. Some of you upset because you haven't lost any weight yet. Like we're not even trying right now to lose weight. We're just kind of building a strong foundation. And those of you who are returning, just kind of resetting. Trust me, we have a lot of time left to lose a lot of weight, but it's just so normal for the scale not to move. This is not a quick fix. Starve yourself, deprive yourself, get that initial payoff of seeing that scale move only to lose it and then gain it all back plus more, right? We're like, we're, we're playing the, the long game here. So you really want to wrap your head around 91 days of this program. And when when it comes to the scale, you're, you're, you're going to lose your weight and you're going to also see fluctuations on the scale along with it because you're weighing every single day. The scale is a tool for you to assess where your body is at on any given day based on the choices that you're making and how you are feeling and your pattern of weight loss. So some of you are going to lose in the beginning right away. Some of you, your body's going to take time and focus on change. And then you guys are going to switch off. And then uh, some people are going to notice their weight goes up before it drops down. Some people lose in little bits. Some people lose in larger chunks. Some people have smaller plateaus. Some people have longer plateaus. It is way too early right now to tell what is going on or to be worrying about the scale. So some of you all pissy pants coming in here off the weekend because you haven't lost any weight. But at the same time, I know full well that you made choices that didn't really fall in line with your goals. So this happens a lot on Monday where, you know, rolling into the weekend, you're like, okay, I'm going to do this and that. And next thing you know, you're eating the chips and you're not drinking the water and you're doing this and you're doing that, which is totally fine. No judgment. There's nothing you can do in a weekend that can't be undone by getting right back at it legit. So if you found yourself eating your face off this weekend, just get right back at it. That's it. There's no punishing yourself. There's no starting again. You just literally keep moving forward. But if you are showing up today and you're feeling pissy and you're upset about what happened on the scale yet, you know full well that you made choices on the weekend that didn't fall in line with your goals. You got to check yourself and you got to check your energy and you got to say to yourself, okay, next week, I don't want to feel like this. 
So when I get on the scale Monday after the weekend, you know I wanna make a plan for myself. So this was just the first weekend of the program. Honestly, it doesn't mean anything at this point, so don't stress. But there is something to be said about mentally how you're showing up for yourself. Are you berating yourself this morning? Or like, how come my weight didn't move? And you know full well that you really didn't kind of maximize your choices on the weekend, right? So um, the other thing I wanna get into is festering in your funk. It is really easy to get in a funky headspace when it comes to losing weight. Chances are, because you're bringing in the baggage from the past 20 years of dieting, right? People tend, just like you can bring in your old baggage from your past relationship, right? You're you're assuming this new person is gonna do the same things that the last person did and all of that. So the same thing kind of happens with this program. Some people are really, you know, kind of feeling really funky. they're, they're, They're pissed off about all the time and energy and money that, and rightfully so rightfully so, that you put into trying to lose weight, you've been successful in the past only to gain it all back, you want this to work, you're feeling fearful it's not going to work. So it's really easy to bring your baggage from the last, you know, how many years of dieting into this process. Don't do that. Don't do that. That's just a form of sabotage, which of course we're talking about in the group today. So make sure you uh, take an opportunity to read over that post. We're talking about sabotage because this is the point where people start sabotaging themselves. Now, some people sabotage themselves in the beginning, fear of failure, fear of success, um, bringing that baggage in. Um, the fact that this program makes you prioritize yourself and be self-aware about your choices. Some people are really nervous about going down that road. Some people sabotage in the middle of the program. This is hard. Oh my God, it's taking forever. You know, uh, life is making it difficult for me to show up. So I might as well just quit now. And then some people even sabotage themselves when they're crushing it and they're doing really well and they realize they can actually reach their goals. That's when they start sabotaging, you know. So watch the energy and vibe that you're showing up with. Hopefully you're showing up and you're excited this week. Um, We got a lot to talk about this week. We have Dr. Beverly joining us uh, tomorrow. She's amazing. She's a psychologist. We're going to get right into it. Your issues and associations that you've attached to food, working through old habits, beliefs, past traumas. Um, We're going to talk about all the things that we need to talk about when you're starting a new new diet um, or really with this process, setting out to make major change in your life and sort of all the thoughts and feels and stuff that come up. So that's tomorrow at nine. Um, We have Dr. Carrie Best. Uh, She's a doctor. She's going to be joining us on Thursday, just talking about how to communicate to your doctors, working hand in hand, anything that you might need to know about doing the program there. So I want to get right into it. Let's see where you guys are at and how you are feeling after this weekend. All right, let's get into it, you guys. Let's talk it out. Self-defeatism, Sharon, the struggle is real. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the food part, what to eat and when, easy peasy. I did the work for you. Just literally do what I tell you to do. Honestly. I mean, ask all the questions that you need about it. But at the end of the day, I've done all of the research. I have done all the work. The program is a guided program and process. It's very systematic where what you eat and when changes and evolves as you go, where one week leads into the next, leads into the next. Every day we're focused on something new week to week. We're changing our focus about how we're approaching weight loss from a variety of different angles. But the mental part, man, that's the part that's hard. That's the part showing up every day, prioritizing yourself long enough to actually reach the goal when life doesn't make it easy. You know, uh, continuing to show up when you're not getting the results that you want, right? Like when is when have I ever accomplished anything on the timeline that I wanted to accomplish it? Never. Do I always do what I say I'm going to do? Yes. Does it always take me longer? Absolutely. <laughs> you know, um, there's a lot that go. There's a lot that goes into uh, this process. Really. You know, working through those issues and associations, how you've come to utilize food, your relationship with food, your relationship with yourself, you know, um, we've become very disconnected. So this process is really about self-love, really prioritizing yourself, getting to understand what you need and how your body's responding from the choices that you make, really understanding your actual needs over your wants, and then reconnecting with food in a whole new way, which is really super cool. But man, we're going to get into some deep stuff. We need to heal not only our body, but our minds and thoughts. Feeling frustrated so early in the program as it stems from the many years of dieting. Yes, it'll take time, but it'll happen. That's that's exactly it, Pina. That's exactly it, right? And that's why every day I'm going to challenge you to take a minute out and recognize where you are at, what you are thinking, 
you know, and the kind of energy that you are showing up with for yourself. Like we have a whole team of people here who want you to succeed. I want you to succeed, but you have to be your own cheerleader at the end of the day. No one is going to come and save you. No one's going to come and do this work for you. There's no way around it. You got to walk straight through that fire. And for some of you, it's going to mean some real deep feels that you're going to have to work through that isn't going to be fun. It isn't going to be fun. Hi, Anne. Good morning. This is my sixth group, I think. I love this program. It is the mental aspect that I really have to focus on. Very tough, but we can do it. Yeah. So, you know, six times going through the program, obviously, for many reasons, people keep coming back to continue their weight loss journey because not everyone can lose all of their weight in three months. And even if you do, just because you've lost the weight doesn't mean that you're done doing the work that you're going to need to do in order to sustain your weight. In fact, Ruth Kane, uh, she's a professor at the University of Ottawa, and she was she was, has received funding from the government to study the Libby method. And she's been focusing on maintenance lately. And this is the one of the takeaways from the focus groups that she does. And, and you can be part of focus groups. At, at the end of the program, you'll have an opportunity to fill out a survey. And if you want to be part of our focus groups, you can do that. And she talked about how it's easier for people who've done multiple groups to maintain and sustain their weight than it is for someone who loses their weight quite quickly, say in one group. Because although physically, right, they've lost weight, mentally there's there's more work to do. So people who've had larger amounts of weight to lose are spending a longer amount of time working through those issues and associations and habits and whatnot. So so it's not just a physical process. It very much is a a mental process because you want to lose the weight, yeah, in a healthy way, but also in a healthy way mentally where you're really calm around food and the choices that you're making after you're done losing. And that's what's going to make it a lot easier for you to maintain your weight. Good morning. Good morning. Um, Good morning. I can only stay on for 10 minutes, but I absolutely love the program. And you, Gina, the non-scale victories are huge. And my weight loss is also a bonus. Yeah, non-scale victories. Hi, Janice. Hope you have a great day. Uh, Non-scale victories. If you're new to the program, NSVs, we like to talk about those a lot because they are way more motivating than what's happening on the scale. There's more non-scale victories than I could possibly count. I mean, off the top of my head, the easy ones are sleeping better, feeling better, pooping better, you know, but, you know, more better relationship with yourself, a more confident in yourself, your rings fitting, you know, being able to sit in an airplane seat for some people, you know, like they they run the gamut non-scale victories. You have an opportunity in your app to kind of track them and set your own uh, if you want, which is really cool. And then you'll notice after you complete each week, you'll be able to reflect on those non-scale victories that you've been kind of racking up day to day to day, which is really cool. Let me see if I got any more questions down here. Had a great weekend. I hope everyone else had a great one as well. Excellent Monday morning. So much rain. It makes me want to get the work done. Yeah. Love this whole vibe, right? Excited about the week. You definitely don't want to be dreading. Listen, if you are feeling down today and you're not feeling so confident in the program, the process or your ability to show up, reach out, like absolutely reach out. Our team is not just super knowledgeable on the information. That's This is what makes the support groups so great is that, you know, we're here to be your cheerleader, right? Right? We're here to, you know, lift you up when you're feeling down. We truly are here for support. We have real people, not just real people, but real people who've been through very real journeys to lose their own weight. So they've been where you are. They had the same questions and concerns. They went through a lot of the same stuff that you are going to encounter throughout the program. So really reach out. Not only that, but we also have this amazing community. I think community is so important. In fact, studies show that community is so important um, for, for mental health health really and to feel supported in your journey and if you do something with other people you really feel that support and you're more likely to follow through so we have a really amazing community here um full of our you know livy losers uh who are here to help support you so this is a very safe space i had someone reach out to me through dms Um, I'm not always checking DMs, so it's not a great way to reach out to me. But they talked about how they just didn't feel comfortable posting, you know, in the group. I I get it, but you should feel comfortable because we were, you know, providing a really safe space was really important to us. And I don't tolerate kind of negativity at all. So I hope you do feel 
comfortable and confident about asking all the questions that you need and reaching out for help whenever you need. Now, some of you may not ever ask a question in the group. That's totally cool too. Went to a friend's house for a barbecue. I ate stuff I shouldn't have, but I don't regret it. Scale went up, but that's okay. I'm back on track and moving on. And that's how it's done. (laughs) One weekend is not going to set you back. You know, a few bites of bits here and there are not going to set you back. It's more all the things that you're doing. And because I set the bar so high with this program, you're going to be doing so many things. Honestly, it's the way that they're going to add up and make a real difference. Um, It's really important before you move forward that you understand what's going to happen on the scale and what weight loss can feel like and look like. That's really important. Some people are freaking out today about the scale being up. I did everything you said and my weight is up. Okay. So you need to understand that is very normal before your weight drops to have your weight be up because the body's retaining water in order to release fat. It's so important. I also saw a couple of people today saying that they're really hungry after dinner, so they're adding in snacks. Don't do that. You're eating breakfast, you're eating a snack, you're eating lunch, you're eating two afternoon snacks and dinner, and chances are you're eating more nutrient-rich food than you ever have before. People can eat a lot of food that doesn't have a lot of nutrient value in it. So if you are hungry after dinner, after eating six times a day, nutrient-rich foods and eating dissatisfaction, chances are you're actually not hungry. You are either thirsty, probably because your body's asking for water because it's about to detox and release fat. Because being hungry after dinner into the evening is usually a sign that your weight's about to drop. So being extra hungry in the evening, even though you've eaten nutrient-rich foods all day, waking up in the middle of the night, three or four o'clock time to have to go to the bathroom, water not being appealing, you know, you just don't feel like drinking your water, whereas the previous few days it was, you know, a lot easier, feeling really bloated and just kind of like fatty, just like, you know, kind of feel off, all signs that your weight's about to drop. Also what can happen in the evening is just um, what I call residual cravings out of habit. So if you're used to eating something every night after dinner, then chances are you might still crave that for a few days. But the sooner you can knock that off, the better, because eating at night just messes with your sleep. It, it does. And as soon as your as soon as it gets dark out, your body starts pumping melatonin to help wind your body down for a nice deep sleep. And as soon as you start to eat, it stimulates your digestive system. And foods can take hours for your body to process and digest and break down. So it really is best if you just try your best not to eat at night, right? So um, also understand that it's not, some of you are already talking about how you're on a plateau. You're not losing any more weight. You're going to have plateaus. <laughs> You love plateaus. You need plateaus. Uh, It's not going to all be a straight line down. So that's really important to understand. So take a look at that scale. Look at the examples that we show. Those are real scales from real members. So I just really want you to feel confident because we don't want you stressing about things that you don't need to stress about. Stressing about why is my weight up when it's normal for your weight to be up when it drops, you know? I don't want anyone to feel like they're starving or deprived or any of those things. Um, Also, if you're still counting, weighing, or measuring, knock that off too. The, The sooner you just quit counting, weighing, and measuring, the better you're going to come to realize that it's actually going to mess you up because this whole program is all about being in tune to the choices that you're making and how your body's responding to them. And because we're going to be like kind of changing things week to week to week, you know, around week three, week four, this is where we're actually getting in tune with our body's needs and our portions are going to be based on that. So if you're constantly outside of yourself, counting, weighing and measuring and not actually getting inside yourself, it's going to really trip you up when it comes time to actually start messing with our portions. Portions, right? So stop counting, stop weighing, stop measuring. I ask you, what has that ever worked for you? And a lot of times we perceive that diets that we did work for us because we lost the weight, but we forget that we've gained it all back plus more right after. And that wasn't you not doing anything. That was how those diets were designed, right? So I know it's hard to get in that mindset, but you really kind of, you know, you really want to leave the counting and the weighing and the measuring and all of that. Just, you, you, just let it go. I know it's a lot easier said than done, but let it go. Uh, what is the best way to handle a missed meal or snacks? I realized this weekend it's definitely about planning my day and packing the stuff I need. I love that. Like that's that's a lesson learned, right? I love that. Um, but when it is lunchtime and I miss my fruit snack, should I skip the snack and move to lunch or have the fruit or wait 30 minutes or an hour and then I have lunch? Okay, so you have options here. So if you have time to get the snack in because you have that, you know, a half hour to three and a half hours, So if you have time to get the snack in, you can get that snack in and then push your lunch back, for example. But really, once you miss a snack, you miss a snack. You can't like have it later in the day, like 
people are saying, I missed my afternoon snack, my veg snack. Can I have it after dinner? No, you can't. It's not how it works. And if you're asking that, go back and watch that food plan because there's a rhyme and a reason to why I'm suggesting you eat certain foods at certain times. So when you start switching it around and doing your own thing, it doesn't have the same effect. And you'll really come to realize that as we move forward and start making changes. Um, so if you, if you, if you say I'm in, say I had my lunch and uh, then I'm in a meeting all afternoon. So I miss my first veg snack. And then by the time I get out of my meeting, it's like four o'clock, which would be normally my nut and seed snack. So if I, depending on what time I'm having dinner, I could have my veg snack, you know, at four o'clock, have my nut and seed snack, maybe at six o'clock. If I'm having dinner, maybe at seven o'clock. Right. But, but otherwise, if I don't have enough time for that, then I just skip my veg snack and just go to my next snack, which would be my nut and seed snack. So it just really depends. I don't want you to kind of cramming everything in and getting it in for the sake of getting it in. So if there's enough time for you to get it in, you can kind of push lunch later or, you know, um, then get it in. But otherwise, if you skip it, you skip it, just move, move it along to the next meal or snack, and then just try to be more consistent the next day. This program has allowed me to reconnect with my love for cooking and creating with food. I find myself turning salads, flavor laying and meal planning into a form of art. I love this. I love this. Um, if you love to cook, we got some great recipes, uh, a whole bunch of them in our app, in the recipe guide, week to week to week in the support group. We'll be rolling them out. We also have some on Pinterest and on our website and whatnot. Um, but if you don't like to cook either and that's not your jam, then you can also keep things super simple. That's what I love about the program. Um, but yeah, we do find a lot of people really sort of indulging in food in other ways. Like there are, there are some of you that are real foodies who really enjoy everything about food. You love making food. You love eating food. I'm a foodie. I love eating food. Not so much preparing and making, but I love eating food. And so with this program, you may feel a little restricted because you, you can't indulge in the food the way maybe you really enjoy indulging in food. And maybe there's some certain foods like breads and pastas that you really love that you want to keep minimal. But I promise you that this is all about losing your weight in a healthy way that you're going to be able to reconnect food in a whole new way and enjoy it just as much, if not more so, because when you do indulge, you're not going to like get on yourself and rag on yourself. And why did I do that? And why did I do that? And all those feels that go with it. You're just going to be like, oh my goodness, this shit is delicious. I'm going to eat it. I'm totally overeating it. I don't give a fuck. This is yummy. You know what I mean? Then you walk away and you're just like oh god that was so good and then you get home and you're like lying in bed and you have a belly ache because you ate so much you're like oh that was so good and then you wake up the next day you know you get on that scale and maybe it's up a little bit you're like oh yeah that dinner last night so good and then you just move it along move it along it's really it's a lot more difficult than you think to actually gain real weight the scale can fluctuate a lot. Like don't weigh yourself at night. Okay. Don't weigh yourself at night. Weigh yourself first thing in the morning. Cause at the end of the day, your, your scale can be up like six to eight pounds just from like drinking water and your body processing food and whatnot. So the scale can really fluctuate, but it's a lot harder than you think to actually gain weight. I used to help people gain weight back in the day. I don't do it anymore. Cause it's just, it's, it's so incredibly difficult when someone's actually trying to gain real weight. Um, people perceive fluctuations on the scale as real weight gain. Um, but they're not. So it's actually a lot harder than what you think. It takes a lot longer than what you think for your body to take the foods that you're eating and break them down and convert them into fat that actually makes you fat, you know? So a few bites of bits here and there are, uh, are not going to set you back. Good morning, everyone. I started off great, lost right away, but weekend was super busy and couldn't stay on track. Today is a new day and I'm so ready. Yeah, so take what you've learned about the weekend. How are you feeling about the weekend? Maybe you like crushed it, you stay on program, you're super proud of yourself. Capture that feeling. Capture that feeling because you really want to be proud of making choices that make you feel good. Because when you are proud of the things you're doing, you're more likely to continue to do them. And then if you found yourself kind of a little bit raggy on yourself today, say, well, what's that all about? How can I better support myself? How can I better be a cheerleader for myself? How can I better motivate myself? And how can I better set myself up for success? So even if you blew off the whole weekend and ate your face off, really indulge in how you feel today, not just physically, but mentally and reflect back on your weekend. Be like, what can I have done better? What can I do better next week? weekend, you know, because ragging on yourself or whatever, it's not helpful. And there's a lot to be learned about what you don't want, what you don't like and how you don't want to feel just as much as there is about doing the things that you need to do at the end of the day, you know? 
Deep feels and hurt, uh, hitting the same wall a few times. Uh, if you find the doorway, I've learned so much grace for myself for the last few programs. Hi, Mandy. Yeah. Grace and kindness, honestly, could be the ticket for some of you to actually be here at the end. We're going to talk to Dr. Beverly. Um, I, I absolutely love her. You're going to love her too if you're new to the program. And if you're a returning member, heck yeah, she's back. We're going to break it down. She has this great technique called Capture, Cancel, Correct, where it's really all about the neuroplasticity in your brain, right? When you're having negative thoughts, which are really out of patterns of behavior and out of habit as well, that you want to recognize, right? Like when you get on that scale today and you're like funky about it and you're letting it ruin your whole day capture that okay I'm feeling funky about this you know what is my thought here that I've ruined everything and I'm not going to be able to do this well you know cancel that that's not true that's not true it's like week one of the program you haven't ruined anything so cancel that thought and then correct it just like I'm here today I got my ass on this scale I'm showing up. I'm listening to Gina live. I checked in today. I set my intentions. I'm ready to go. I've got this. You know, I'm going to be here at the end. And maybe you don't really believe it, but you keep saying it and you're going to you're going to start to trust it. You know, you're going to start to trust it. So I love her. If you especially if you have a hard time with dieting, that mental part, like, like there's a reason why they say that dieting is so detrimental to your mental health, because it really is. The starving, the depriving, the berating, the blaming, all of it is just, it's bad. Diets get a bad rap for a good reason. And so when they talk about how bad they are, truly, if you've spent the last 20 years of your life, five years of your life, you know, um, working those diets and spending any time reading about diets, immersed in diets, following diet pages, all of that, the dialogue that they use is horrible. Control, moderate, like all of those things, you know, uh, dieting really in a sustainable, healthy way is none of that. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I was at a retreat for the first four days of last week, eating all the things. Now on day four of having a cold, I'm down 7.4 pounds. Yeah. So you're going to get sick. I hope, Hopefully you'll feel better. One, I love the fact that you're working behind the program because let's normalize that. Not everyone is going to be able to stay day to day to day. And that's why we've structured the program in a way that, especially if you're following along in the app, you just follow along on your own day and you can still listen to the current lives. Um, follow along on your own day. We we tag all the information that you need to know day to day. So on four, tomorrow, wake up day five. Um, you know, some people are with us today on day eight. It really, it's so normal for people to be working at their own pace. Um, also, chances are some of you are going to get sick, especially with the fall winter program rolling into cold and flu season, which I think is pretty much year round now, it feels like. Uh, um, but we have a whole sickness protocol for that. I have a feeling we're rolling it out uh, this week at some point. Yes. We're going to talk about sickness on Thursday um, in terms of we're on Thursday. We're talking about sickness, managing the plan with diabetes. Let's talk fertility, nursing, nursing and pregnancy, um, weight loss in your menstrual cycle. So I do want to remind you that, first of all, in the book, there's a table of contents of everything that we're going to talk about um, and all the posts that we're going to post. But also in the group, if you find the welcome guide, there's a whole sort of like uh, program index that talks about all the different things that we're going to be talking about. And of course, you can always just search in the app too, sickness. But we're going to talk about how to navigate the program if you're sick on Thursday. So let me get back to this. I blew it this weekend. I blew it this weekend, but hoping to get right back on track today. Yeah, you didn't blow anything, right? That's what I'm saying. You didn't blow it. 
Maybe you just didn't make choices that, you know, maximized your efforts or it made you feel so great this morning. And that's okay. That is really all part of the, I cannot stress how, how much that's part of sustainable weight loss is working through that. Because after you lose your weight, you're going to have weekends where you're eating your face off. We're going to teach you kind of how to get back on track with all of that. Um, but you listen, also, we put so much pressure on ourselves to do things perfectly. And honestly, if I did that, I would never show up. I'd be crushed every day, you know, um, <laughs> I wouldn't even show up if I had to wait that things are perfect. My goodness. I'm wondering how to figure out mindfulness and when I've had enough while taking medication that tends to suppress my appetite. Any tips? Yeah, so we're going to really get into this. Um, we're going to start talking about this week two, week three mindfulness. We do it by asking sort of four main questions. And we're going to get it. You don't have to do this now. If you're a returning member, jump right in, start asking those four questions. Um, but this is a sort of technique that is we, we start focusing on when we start talking more, um, more about mindfulness. Right now, it's just really establishing that routine, right? Because right now, it's like, just make sure you get all those meals and snacks in and have those token amounts if you're not hungry. So if you find that you don't have much of an appetite, then it's just, you might not be able to get in tune, but you can still have those token amounts, right? So we, we do four questions. Before you even eat, am I even hungry? Like, how am I feeling right now, right? Am I really hungry? Am I not hungry? Like, just bringing awareness to that. And if I was to eat this whole portion in front of me, how would I feel? Is this too much food? Is it not enough food? And and you're not going to get these, if you're new to the program, you're not going to get these senses right away because being in tune with your body's needs, it, it can take time to develop that kind of, um, that intuitiveness. So what if I was to eat all this, right? And then just kind of take a moment and assess. And then while you're starting to eat, you know, I'm starting to eat. How am I feeling? You know, what if I was to take a few more bites? What if I was to stop eating now? How would I feel? And then when you stop eating, how did you know that you were satisfied? How did you know that you had enough? Like, do you feel any physical effects? Do you feel kind of like, what is it? What's what like? So for me, when I've eaten enough, I like take a deep breath and I sit back and I put my utensils down every time. That's just like sort of what I do. And, you know, if I go in for more, then I know that I'm going to I'm overeating. I'm going to walk away feeling like uncomfortably full. Sometimes it's worth it. And I absolutely do that. Right. But it's always I never accidentally overeat. It's always a very conscious choice because I'm so in tune. And then after you're done eating 10, 15 minutes when you walk away, how am I starting to feel? right? How do I feel after my body started to process and digest my food? So that's how we really get in tune with that. But for you, if you're not actually hungry, then you just really want to focus on being consistent and then hitting all those meals and snacks, and just having those token bites, like those four or five, like choo, 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 enough to stimulate your digestive system. But we're really going to work on that. I have a long way to go for losing more weight. Glad to be here. And the fun challenges on my mind, uh, mind part of this program. Yeah, I love that. How you frame it, right? Have you have a couple things have you done? Couple things. Have you have you looked back at your dieting history, whether you're new or returning member? Like really understand where you've been and where you're at now and where you want to go. And, you know, take a look at your diet history. Did you start when you were 12? right? Were you in Weight Watchers at 12? Maybe you started a little bit older. When did you gain the weight? What was the, what, you know, what did something traumatic happen in your life? Were you sick? Like, what was it? What was your mindset? What are all the different diets that you have done? Right. And really kind of like reflect back on that. It's really important to understand how you got here, you know, and understand what you really need in order to move forward and follow through and finish on this process. So kind of reflecting back, that can be really good. Um, taking a minute to understand your why, like, why are you here? Like, really, why are you here? Like, sometimes we just keep dieting and dieting and dieting and not really taking a minute to think, why am I dieting? Is it you know, because you feel uncomfortable in your skin? Is it because, you know, you want to fit into your genes? Is it because you want to have more energy? You're just so fucking tired of feeling so tired, you know, every day, like having a really strong why can be like a really, really great uh, motivator to keep you moving forward because you're not always going to be motivated. So you really have to understand why are you putting yourself through this at the end of the day, you know, have a really, really strong visual of that. So take that time, assess where you're at, reflect back, you know, and then also take that forward in assessing why you're here and in why you're putting yourself through this process. That's really important. And then, and then on the day to day, it's just following what you need to do and then setting those intentions each day. So we're talking about setting intentions. 
today, an important post if you have time. To me, starting intentions, setting intentions is like waking up and being like, okay, I am still working on, yes, world, I am still working on this weight loss goal. And you're also saying it to yourself, you know? And to set myself up for success today, I'm going to try to do this, 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 and that, right? And you pop into the Facebook support group, you know, watch the check-in video, review the post, like your whole morning routine. And this is part of the lemon water, apple cider vinegar. It's not make or break, it's not fat burners. It's none of the magical things that, you know, the diet industry says it's going to do, but it's great for kind of resetting a routine. You know, waking up in the morning, starting your day with that apple cider vinegar, lemon water, it cleanses your palate, you know, gets that water in early, you know, being mindful, maybe wake up, start journaling how you feel, use the Living Method app, you know, make a new routine for yourself that's kind of really geared towards supporting yourself. And then I love end of day reflections too. And you can do this in a journal at home. You can do it in our Living Method app. And then we also are going to add a post each day day into the group at 6 p.m. where you can pop back into the group at your end of your day and reflect on your day. You know, I saw some of you kind of berating yourself yesterday. You know, I just did this, I did this and did that. I mean, that's fine to own it, but you also want to be like, okay, I didn't get my water in this weekend. So I'm going to make sure I get myself a fancy water bottle. I'm going to set timers and alarms. You know, some people put little elastic bands around their water bottle to keep track. You know, okay. So you didn't do this great, but what can you do to do it better tomorrow? And that's what end of day reflections are. So I find that it will be really super helpful. Really super helpful. Uh, what's a good cracker to use? I've been steering clear of crackers, but sometimes you need that crispy additional crunch instead of chips. Okay. Let me make this very clear. You do not need crispy crunches. So the sooner you can really get in tune with um, embracing your body's wants over your needs. Now, listen, if you're going to have some Rivita crackers or whatever, I mean, that's fine. That's I, I love like a Rivita cracker that are high in fiber and you put some scrambled eggs on there and some avocado, throw some cheese and some salsa. I love that. Don't get me wrong. But you really have to watch about kind of feeding into that need. Your body doesn't need a crunch. We could give a rat's fucking ass about a crunch at the end of the day. Do you know what I mean? So I really highly suggest that when you come across these moments where you're like, oh, I feel like I need, like, I need something sweet after dinner. No, you don't. No, you don't. Um, you probably used to having something sweet after dinner. So after you're done dinner, you created the habit of having something sweet after dinner. Well, your body, your body's like, we don't, what the fuck? We don't need something sweet after dinner. And everybody's like, I don't need no crunch. Like, I need some good fat and some protein, some leafy fucking greens is what I need. I don't need no cracker crunch. Um, so I just want to take you there, you know, I, I, cause I want you to be successful. Right. And so, yeah, is having a Rivita cracker or a Mary's cracker every now and then going to stop you from reaching your goals? No. But what you will learn from your mindset of just really indulging in what your body actually needs over your wants is going to be a game changer when it comes to maintaining, sustaining your weight. You'll be able to eat all the crackers you want after you're done losing your weight. Same thing with chocolate, right? Like that square piece of dark chocolate high in magnesium can actually be quite beneficial for your health and wellness. But if you're adding it in every day at three o'clock, four o'clock, because you love a treat and you look forward to it and whatever, that is not the reason to add it in. Because what we really want to do is kind of reconnect really kind of re, 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 rewire our bodies and especially those associations with foods and kind of reconnect in a whole new way. So it's the, the sooner you can get in tune with needs over the wants, the better. But at the end of the day, any high fiber cracker would work. Uh, Rivita is really great. Uh, Mary's crackers are good. We have a, actually have a whole post on breads, crackers, and pastas. And so we've suggested some in there. Because again, having some crackers every now and then, like it's not going to make or break your journey, but just something to think about. Just something to think about. Feeling the power program power down four pounds in prep week, although I was up 14 from the break. No worries, though. I'm feeling good and confident. It's not real weight, and it will come off quickly. Yeah, so weight that comes on quick like that comes off just as quick for sure. All right, I got to let me answer a few more of these. Uh, walk to work today. Hubby and I are working on financial budgeting and realized if we walk more, we live in a good walk score neighborhood, we could sell a car and invest in the money on camping adventures. Oh, I love this. So much more healthy for all of us. These convos wouldn't happen if I wasn't doing the living method. It ends up affecting our entire lives and we're all in. Yes. Create the life that you love. Create like your, I think your best day is every day, right? So I'm, like your best life, honestly, is the fact that you woke up this morning. If you woke up this morning, you're living your best life. But there's something to be said about creating 
a life that you love? How do you want to feel when you wake up every day? Do you know what I mean? Like physically, mentally, all of that. Make make choices and changes in your life that that people don't make. I've made a lot of, I've taken a lot of risks and I made choices in my life that other people would not be interested in making, but it is, it, but it's made me who I am today and it's got me where I am today, you know? Um, and, and sometimes I take it like, I would love to move to Italy. I just, oh God, I'm, like I say to Tony all the time, let's just pack the kids up because imagine the life that the kids would have, like walking around and just a wholly different vibe. And I would love to, I hear, see a lot of you talking about the blue zones. You guys have been watching that on Netflix, Tony and I too. It's the Libby method. You might have noticed. <laughs> it's the Libby method. I get so many people reaching out. They're like, Blue Zones, it's the Libby method. I'm like, yeah, it is the Libby method um, for sure. But I would love to, to move to Italy. Tony and I are out of here. Our son is in his last two. Uh, we live in Newmarket. I love Newmarket. Don't get me wrong. Um, I love Canada. Don't get me wrong. Um, but uh, Newmarket is not where I plan on living for the rest of my life. Um, our son is finishing up two years of his last two years of high school. Then we're out. We were going to buy a house in Maui because I love Maui. But I don't know, with Maui burning down and everything like that might not be the right time. But yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to, Tony and I love to travel. So we, we, I don't like I shop at Zara. Everything I wear is Zara. I don't shop fancy high end clothes, anything like that. Um, we put our all of our we're practically broke because we travel a lot. <laughs> we put all these the kids are broke. We ain't got no money. We travel a lot, you know. Um, so I love this. While you are overhauling such a big thing like your health and wellness, is a great time to assess the rest of your life because it's really about lifestyle. How do you want to live? You know, like I am so into that, and only you know what's gonna make you happy. And also Man, life is so fucking short. Honestly, I hate saying that because I don't want to create that for myself and I don't want time to go by. But really, it really is, you know, and this is like, but you have the confidence in yourself to really know what you want, like create the life that you want to live, you know, and and like this is what weight loss is all about to me is like it's 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 feeling confident and comfortable in your skin. That's what it's about. It's getting to a place where you feel confident and comfortable in your skin so you can truly live your best life. So you can go to work, you can go here, you can do this, you can do that and not feel fat and tired and exhausted and uncomfortable and fucking miserable every day and spend your entire life worried about what you're going to eat, what you're not going to eat and all these stupid fucking ass diets you've been doing forever. Do you know what I mean? Like this is what this is all about. This is what this is all about. Community is so much. We've, we are designed to work together. It just feels great to be moving towards a goal for yourself but not by yourself. Yeah, I love this. I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm back. Fourth round. I got sick. I have very painful condition. I've had it for a year. It has caused some major setbacks. I gained 25 or 30 pounds. I lost them. So now I'm starting again, but I feel good because I know I can do it. Being sick didn't just affect me physically. It caused a real mental problem. I was so depressed. Trixie, hi. I was totally feeding my feelings and now I see the patterns that put me in this situation, new session, new me. Like, yes, this, this is called life. This is called life. And sometimes that happens. We, we talk about this in the maintenance group, right? You do like everything's aligned, you lose your weight, you crush it, and then life falls apart on you or you get a diagnosis that sets you back and you just don't have the capacity for any of it. And you add stress and you know, all of that. And sometimes that's what happens. It's like you work hard and you work your way up in a job and then you get fired and then you can't, you know, or the pandemic happens. You, you started, how many people started a business, you know, and then the pandemic happened. They, they put their whole life and life savings into starting a business pandemic happened. They lost everything. And this is life sometimes, you know, and this is like, I love that you're back and we are here for you. Understand that you may be starting again, but you are not starting over because you, you have the the advantage here because you know what your body needs. Do you know what I mean? That's the thing that, that you're starting again, but you're not starting over. So take everything that you've learned last time, dive right into this process and please ask for help because we really are here for you. I love Zara too. That's pretty much where everything I wear is from Zara. If you ever see me wearing anything, it's literally from Zara. I'm not much of a shopper. So I love just kind of like, I love like obviously a lot of bright blouses and stuff. So if ever you're asking, I'm definitely not an influencer. <laughs> 
not <laughs> influencer uh, at all. Um, but I do believe sharing is caring. So when I find cool stuff, I do like to share because um, uh, I, I think sharing is caring. 100% in a funky headspace. Hi, Kathy. I love that you recognize that. Lost six pounds last week and was good this weekend. I'm up two pounds today. Okay, so six pounds lost last week is fucking amazing. That's it. That's it. Drop the mic. It's that's great. Right. And there, listen, and if you didn't lose any weight, it doesn't mean that you're not also doing amazing. It means that your body is choosing to focus on repairing and rebuilding first. And while Kathy is on a plateau, you're going to be losing. Right. So everyone's a little different around here. Um, but okay. So obviously you crushed it last week, right? You were good this weekend up two pounds. So let's break this down. Before you are in a funky headspace, let's get real about this. And I know what's so hard about this is your belief system from dieting, right? You're taught that when you plateau, it means that it's no longer working for you. You have to eat less, exercise more. You are taught when the scale goes up, you've actually gained weight back. You know, when you, you go into your Weight Watchers meeting and you have your lifetime membership and you have to like keep it that range, but then you had salty food the night before, did a workout or had a crappy sleep. So you get on the scale the next day and your weight is up. So they take their pin back. Do you know what I mean? Like some real deep feels about this. So let's break it down. You crush it last week. You're down six pounds. That's fucking amazing. That's it. Drop the mic. And then you were good this weekend and you're up two pounds today. So normal scale, normal for it to go up before it drops. Now it could be that you're in for another drop, but having lost six pounds, probably not. Unless you have a lot of weight to lose, then that's not unusual. So you lot, your weight went up, then it goes down and then it can drop, they can drop. And then what happens is it can go back up a little bit right? Before it kind of settles back down into a plateau. That is totally normal and absolutely expected. And in fact, if you take a look at some of the graphs that we shared as examples, those are real people's graphs. That's really the pattern up and then down, 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 then back up again. And then, you know, maybe a plateau and then up and then down again. So, so what you've just explained is pretty much normal and expected and just right on par for where you are at, it sounds like, right? So then what is it about? What's the fun headspace about because it can't just be because you got on the scale today because you know that you had a great week last week you did everything you need to do this weekend so go deeper on that turn up that internal volume is that just out of habit right like is this you got on the scale and it didn't it's not down so is that or the app like what is that really about like capture the capture the thought and the feeling right Oh my God, I'm funky. The weight's up today. Cancel it, right? No, that's not the, I didn't actually gain real weight. It's normal for the scale to go up right before it drops. So maybe I'm about to drop again, or it's normal for the scale to go up after a loss, which will settle right back down again, right? And then correct it. I'm fucking amazing. I crushed it last week and here I am today. I kept my shit together on the weekend and I feel awesome, right? So that's where a lot of times our, 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 the way we're thinking is really based out of habit, not actually what we're actually thinking. You gotta watch that festering in your funk. Festering in your funk. Leslie, down four pounds so far, feeling great. Wondering about exercise to reduce the amount of loose skin with weight loss. So the way you are losing weight with the living method is different. When you starve and deprive yourself, then when you starve and deprive yourself, you're forcing your body to burn fat. You'll lose it in pockets, certain areas. With the living method, you'll find that you're going to lose it really all in layers. And so this is so much better for the skin. Plus, you are eating nutrient-rich foods. You are being really healthy about the way you're actually losing your weight. So it's going to it's going to be different And when it comes to your skin. Plus, your skin is constantly regenerating, rejuvenating, repairing, rebuilding, all that. You cut your skin, it heals. So what happens that people lose weight so quickly and your body loses it from certain areas when you starve deprived that your body just it can't catch up to, it can't catch up one of the reasons why you want a new plateaus because your skin is regenerating around your new frame along way. these are things that we don't think about when we want to lose a lot of weight real quickly um so your skin will take a little bit longer to kind of adjust um you'll find after you're done losing your weight Three months will go by and you wouldn't have lost a pound just maintaining your weight and everyone will start talking about how you've lost so much more weight. And that's because your body's adjusting to the weight that you've lost, including your skin. Um, we're going to talk to a skincare expert and world-renowned plastic surgeon, Dr. Rice, is going to be joining us towards the end of the program. So just have faith the way you're losing your weight is going to be really beneficial. And then we also do have some exercises. If you are using the Living Method app, you can actually um, check these out uh, in the exercise guide. So just go into the exercise guide in the app and you'll be able to check out um, all those exercises. We're also going to be rolling them out week to week to week in the support group as well. 
So I just saw a question of someone was asking about how do they know, I think, when you're satisfied and all of that. So so right now we're going to get into mindful mindfulness when it comes to portions and really being in tune with those. Right now, it's really important that you hit all of your meals and snacks, right? Be so super consistent. So you're spreading the food throughout the day and the body gets really used to the routine. What you're going to notice is your portions are going to naturally start to reduce because you're eating so often during the week. So that's really important. You want to make sure you're making them nutrient rich as well, not just salads every day. This is not about salads. Leafy greens, yes. Salads, no. If you are eating salads, make sure you're making them nutrient rich, not just lettuce with chicken and that's it. Load them up. Lots of veggies, nuts, seeds, avocados, healthy dressings, right? So make sure you're giving the food you are eating the most bang for its buck. And then when it comes to eating to satisfaction, you just don't want to try to eat less or for whatever reason, try to eat more. In the moment, you want to eat enough so that you feel like you're satisfied, physically satisfied. You shouldn't walk away having to undo your pants, for example, or walk away feeling like, oh my God, I ate so much. Just enough to feel satisfied, right? And then we're gonna work on kind of really fine tuning that as we go. But that's what I would focus on right now is just being so super consistent and then and then really just eating enough to feel satisfied. Bad night, didn't sleep well, up 0.8. I should be happy with that, but instead feeling very disappointed in myself. I had a really bad day yesterday, late breakfast, um, became lunch, didn't get my snacks in, ate four chips, I knew I shouldn't, had a beer, but not following the plan, back on track this morning, have a wedding this weekend, so I'll be facing another obstacle. Hopefully I'll do better. Don't hope, do. Like really, like read what you just read posted, right? Recognize that, make a plan for yourself next week. I think sometimes we think that if we accountability is berating ourselves, right? Like if I get really down on myself, you know, and berate myself and tell myself what a fucking loser I am because I can't keep my shit together on the weekend, that that's going to motivate me to do better during the week when all it really does is make me feel defeated. (laughs) You know, like if you showed up today, if you are listening to me right now, pat yourself on the back, like you are here. That's it. As long as you keep showing up, there is no way I promise you that you can mess this up. Every day, you're just going to make more and more choices that make you feel good. Sure, you might still have days where you eat chips for breakfast and your whole day is a wash. But trust me when I say that the little things that you are making an effort to do are going to add up in terms of how you are feeling. And each day you're going to feel better and better. And the longer you are here, the better mentally you're going to feel because you're doing it. And you know, this might seem hard, but you can do hard things. And that's the thing. You know, if you think of this as hard and this is a lot, it's because it is. But guess what? As long as you keep showing up, honestly, you're going to be so happy that you and you'll make it to the end. And no matter what happens with the scale, you're going to be so happy that you made it to the end. Honestly, you know, self-awareness, it's so huge. You really want to be super aware of where you are at every single day. Set those intentions, end of day reflections, have conversations with yourself. Real, be really mindful of not just how your body's responding physically, but also mentally. Turn up the volume on your internal dialogue. Do you know what I mean? Diets suck. Absolutely. Have you been screwed over by the diet industry? Probably, you know, but this is your opportunity to take that back and rewire not just how your body has come to function, but your brain. That's the big part of it, you know? So if you are festering in your funk, right? Recognize it, right? Capture it, cancel it and correct it. You know, we're going to talk to Dr. Beverly more about that tomorrow. So I hope you join me tomorrow, 9am. Dr. Beverly is amazing. My goodness. Honestly, it's a segment you're not going to want to miss. Um, if you are new to the program last couple of days, cause you got signed up late, welcome. Um, you know, find yourself a way around the, the support group, um, pop in at any time. Let us know if you've got any questions. Um, remember that you're not behind. You're just starting a little late and that's totally cool because there's people who've started on time and for whatever reason, they're going to have to take some time off and they might end up behind in the group too. So don't worry about that. Um, if you are uh, feeling like a rock star today, I freaking love that. If you're festering in your funk today, I love that too, because there's something to be learned from that. (laughs) Regardless, I hope everyone has an amazing day uh, and I will check in later. See you later. See you, t- see you tomorrow. Bye. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.